Welcome to the Extra Pass, brought to you by Phoenix Radio and Internet Sports Media. Here is your host, Matthew Medina. Emergency podcast, emergency podcast. If you're listening to this podcast, this is just a test. Indiana with the blockbuster. Are they back? No. Oh, OKC's back. Okay, all right. OKC's back. Okay. Okay, so we we've had to come back because this is the first day of NBA free agency, and we actually thought it might be somewhat kind of quiet after Chris Paul. Wrong, wrong, We're pretty wrong. wrong. So this is. By the way, before you do it, before you do it, I told you so. You did, and I owe you, and I'm gonna pay up tonight. Watch the Pacquiao fight, and I'm gonna get sushi tacos. Uh, burritos. On me. Sushi burritos. Yeah. Do it. It's on me. And one of the guys paid up on the bet for the Warriors last night, so I had Longhorn Prime Rib. Man, it was good. Huge, huge transactions. Multiple going on. But let's do introductions. This is the rebranded, the extra, pa- the extra pass podcast. I am your host, Matthew Dina. This is part of the Prison Network. We're here with Jr. the Third. Through a chest pass to nobody. It was. I climbed. Okay, you got it? The Globetrotters. Okay. Um, we're in. We're here with uh, Julio, Antonio, Mundo. What is this, my third one? My third podcast? Second, po- second, no. Uh, yeah, this is your fourth. My fourth. We did the soccer one. This is the third basketball podcast. Oh. Within a week. We're starting to crank them out. Bro, we're, we're back. We're in. NBA, se- NBA season has started. Now we just need to have an entire New York Knicks episode for Matthias. Maybe not. No, no let's not, not talk Knicks right now. Or the Kazoos, as Oof. Zach Lowe called them. Um, so we're talking, um, we thought, I thought, I don't know how you thought, I thought Chris Paul being traded was crazy. I didn't think we were going to anything crazier. And I even say that knowing that Paul George was likely going to be traded, but I would have thought to Houston or to the Lakers, or to the Celtics. You know, Maybe even the Cavs. I don't know how. Dark Horse was the Blazers. Dark Horse was the Blazers. Yeah. I thought they had the pieces to do it. They had the three first-round picks, yeah. but it must have been like it wasn't going to happen. That's why they traded for Zach Collins. Yeah. So, anyways. Never in a trillion years did I think OKC was going to get in on that. I did not see it coming. If you wanted to throw odds my way, I would have been... One in... I would have said very reluctantly, I won't even put money on that. Yeah, because it's like, well, that's money I'm going to lose. Yeah. Which, in turn, it would have been money you would have won. Yeah. So he goes to the Thunder for essentially Serge Ibaka. Yeah. Like, literally, the Thunder have swapped Serge Ibaka for Paul George. Because they turned the assets that they got from the Orlando Magic... Oladipo and Sabonis. Then you have to give up Ursa and Sosa. I know this would have never happened. I know it would have never happened. But if the Magic had the presence of mind of taking that home run this offseason, if they would have kept Sabonis and Oladipo, I mean, it would have never happened because Rob Hannigan's a coward. But Yeah. He is a coward. Man, you just throw it out there. Well, I, I, didn't like, I didn't like some of his initial moves. And... I agree. I thought... Um... I, didn't, I think he started to panic and he was too concerned about his job. And you got to give credit because Phil Jackson was yeah. not concerned. He just tried. He was trying to make deals. Yeah. David Griffin was starting to make deals up until he got canned. I mean, Rob Hennigan is Topher Grace as Venom in Spider-Man Three. 
unacceptable. That's what he is. You look back, because literally what he traded gets you Paul George, apparently. Gets you Paul George. And apparently uh, a poo-poo platter gets you Chris Paul, too. Uh, no, but we like that trade. It's actually well, I like I like Patrick Beverly. I mean... And, but the contracts are on, too, though. Him and Lou Williams. Yeah, that's true. So let's... Before we get to Chris Paul, because I, I talked about it. I did a recording. I already talked yeah. about it. Let's talk about it, because I want to talk about it with you. But let's talk Paul George. What does this mean for the Thunder? Well, what this... Short-term, long-term... What does this mean for the Lakers? What does this mean for Russell Wilson? So short, short term for the Thunder. Awesome. They're a top four seed. I think they're automatic top four. Long term, Russell Westbrook's going to sign that extension now. Eventually. Be- because now what they told him is, we might not be able to keep these players. The we're roster gonna might. We're going to keep trying to swing and get them. We're going to keep. No, tra- we're yeah. going to keep getting them. Yeah, we're we're going to keep making moves to try to create a roster around you. And what, if they want to leave, that's yeah. up to them. Win or fail. We're, like, we're going to take care of you as long as you stick on this team. I think that's a huge statement. Yeah, that's a big statement. Because we were talking in text, maybe the Thunder should trade Russell Westbrook. Yes. For, like, a godfather contract. Correct. But they've taken the opposite route. They've taken the route that you should do when you have yeah. a superstar. Yeah. Try to get another one. Yeah, they emerged as a team that's a, a one-year rental. Well, that's What's all, the worst that's going to happen? Well, not only we're that. awesome. They treat it as an insurance policy that they essentially paid nothing for. Nothing. And their cap yeah. hit actually went down. Yeah, it went down in cash because, because of the Oladipo Oladipo contract. Oladipo makes more money than Paul George. Which is crazy, but we'll get to that another day. Uh, New CBA. It's a free It's a free insurance policy because if you think about it. I've seen this story. Yeah, we've, we've traded Oladipo and Sabonis to reassure that we keep our top five player. You do that ten times out of ten. Out of ten. Because yeah. I don't think Russell's going to leave. Yeah, if you if you had the t- if you told the Cleveland Cavaliers you had to trade Kevin Love for nothing in order to keep LeBron, they'd do it every time. Yeah, you have to. Right. It's a great trade. If you're Indiana, though. But listen, before yeah. we get to Indiana, because we're gonna go off and yeah, let some steam out. Uh, I, although I think we've let off enough steam just without. This, yeah. But still, we're gonna get this recorded. Um. This is really great for the Thunder. I've seen this story. Is Paul George Kevin Durant? No. Paul George is still a top 10 player. Correct. And now you have two top 10 players. That's a lock for 55 wins. Yeah, they're going to be a top 14, at least. I think they can make the Western Conference Finals. I think so, too. And what I like about what Sam Presti did, and even though I was wrong, because Dwight Howard left the Lakers, and then Dwight Howard left the Rockets, you have to take... You, if you're the team that's a good team with the yeah. superstar, you're winning. You have to take the chance of getting the superstar and say, "Hey, you're really gonna leave a losing, a winning culture to go to that." Yeah. You know, like. So now it's an indictment on him. Right. Um, let's because look, the, the yeah. team's not gonna look bad. Yeah. Well, they're gonna say we tried, and, yeah. we, and we're gonna keep trying. Yeah. And that, and and to be honest, as a superstar. That's all you can ask? Ask for for your team. Hey, we're going to keep winning 50 games. You know why Darren Williams wanted out of Utah? Because Utah at that time couldn't figure it out. Yeah. Dwight Howard wanted to leave the Magic because they couldn't figure it out, in his opinion. Clippers, you know why Chris Paul wants out of the Clippers? Because he doesn't think they can figure it out. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll get to that in a we'll second. We'll get to that in that's, a moment. That's a whole different topic. But I think this is a super smart trade. Yeah. Um, well, let's, let's they look They gave at, up nothing. Yeah. They didn't even have to give up draft picks. Yeah, that's you get, wait a minute. So you get this. So this is what they had. They get they get the superstar. Yeah, they get cap flexibility, and they keep all their future assets. 
You're never going to see a trade like that ever again. I've never seen a trade like that. You're never going to see one again. This is even more... This is more incredible than the Brooklyn trade with the Celtics. Correct. Even though that's a better trade. Yeah. This is a more incredible trade. Because you... You literally gave up nothing. Well, you essentially asked the team... Take our our mistake. Yeah. Take none of our assets. Take our mistake and we'll take your superstar. Yeah. Is that okay with you? Yes. And we're going to transition to Indiana, Indiana now. And they did this out of spite. Yeah. They did this because they didn't want the Celtics to be better. They didn't want any Eastern Conference team to be better. Yeah. They didn't trade him to the Lakers because they didn't want him to go well, to the Well, it's, it's already been reported. They didn't want to give Paul George what he wanted. So now if you're a free agent, you're why not, would you ever want yeah. to sign with this team? Yeah, First of all, Indiana is not a particular The cornfield with lights. Right. It's not a great market as it is. Yeah. But... Now you have a GM who who's lets spiteful. His, he lets his emotions take over. Right, he's not a professional. Larry Bird's been out one month as a GM of Indiana, and they've screwed everything up. One month, yes. Everything's screwed up now. This goes, because let's not let's not even it's the, the Pacers are this is what it is. Yeah, he's a bad GM. Yeah, he's a bad GM. And like I posted on my Facebook page, I don't want to hear that I can't be a GM. Yeah, because. Yeah, I could have done this this trade in my sleep. Yeah. There's a reason the Portland Trailblazers let him go. Yes, there's a reason they let him go, and that's an organization that gives you a lot of slack. Correct, because they have really good fans. Yeah, they sell it all the time. They have a good owner. Owner makes bank. Yeah, so he's I don't, he's just I like he's, he's just like hey, stay competitive. Well, what's the check? How much I got to write? Okay, here okay, you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, he said I don't want the Celtics to be better. He said, I don't want the Celtics to be better. He was too concerned about another team instead of being yeah. concerned about his yeah. team. He's like, I don't want the Celtics to be better. And this guy literally broke my heart, the player. So I'm not going to give him what he wants either. Which was also BS. Like, it hit me like a punch from the gut. Like, But I knew last year. Yeah, that he wasn't staying. I knew. Yeah. I'm a fan. And I knew last year he wasn't staying. I knew last year. All I have, my only sources are Twitter and Instagram and whatever blops up on NBA TV and ESPN. And we know. That's it. And I knew. And you knew. Yeah. And my sister probably knew. Larry Bird knew. Larry Bird knew. So Kevin Pritchard didn't know. And you were working with Larry Bird. Yeah, apparently he woke up and he he didn't know. I didn't know. He was working with us to build a better team. Paul George was completely honest with you. He always said, I would like to, to win the title here. After my time is done, though, I want to go to the Lakers. Yeah. Because that's my hometown team. Not only that. He told you. Yeah. And because Kevin Pritchard also said, like, oh, he was with us yeah. in the meetings. Well, he's going to say, yeah, this yeah. is a great move to yeah. make this competitive. Yeah, because he, he knows he's going to be there for one year, and he's not a schmuck. Yeah. He's going to give you everything next year if you exactly. catch him. But he's just going to leave. Yeah. He's, he's a professional. I'm going to play this out. You guys are going to get 100% effort from me. Because I'm just not like that. Yeah, but let, let's be Because I like it. I do yeah. love Indiana. Yeah. But I want to go home. Yeah, well, not only that. And I want to go to the Lakers. Well, well, let's be completely honest. I'm Paul George. Yeah, I shouldn't you, be in Indiana. Yeah, you, got, you guys, I'm here in Indiana already. I'm giving you guys a chance. You guys can't assemble a roster around me. You guys got a piece of garbage head coach. You guys, as a front office, don't know what you're doing since Larry Bird left. Of course I'm going to tell you I'm leaving after this Yeah, year. why would I stay? Yeah, why would I stay? Why would I waste the prime of my career with, and, you, guys. with you guys who don't know what you're doing? It's as simple you as that. You didn't give me the ball at the end of the first quarter. It's as simple as that. At the end of the fourth quarter in, in yeah. the playoffs. You guys got me Jeff T, who doesn't move the needle. You re-signed Lance Stevenson for probably more than he should get. You don't play Miles Turner enough. You don't. You guys, 
the best front court player we have on our team, besides me at small forward, you guys didn't start him every game last year. By the way, that head coach that didn't do that, you hired him. You still have him. Yeah. With guys like Mark Jackson available. With Scotty Brooks, who was available last year. Yep. Uh, Monty Williams. Monty Williams. Monty Williams, who had a winning record before he got axed. Go give Jeff Van Gundy anything he asked for. You guys got Nate McMillan, a guy who nobody wanted. Yeah. And you, you let Frank Vogel walk. Yeah. You let Frank Vogel walk, who was a great coach. And you guys want me to resign here? Because you didn't want to pay him. Yeah. So if you don't want to pay coaches, do you want to play players? Like, who do you want to pay? Exactly. Because I hate to break it to you. This is the NBA. To win, you have to pay. Exactly. It's the a, Warriors are in the luxury tax. It's, a pay, it's going to be a it, big luxury tax. It's a pay-to-play league. Correct. If you want me to play, mm-hmm. you're going to pay me. This isn't the NFL where quarterbacks are worth everything and everybody else is not worth that much. Correct. Superstars literally make and break your team. Correct. That's it. Yeah. That's it. This is a superstar-driven league. Now, and if you haven't realized that and you want, you know, and I you mean, think this is like, this is a team game. Yeah. But you have to have superstars. Yeah, okay. we're past. The Detroit yeah. Pistons were an outlier. Yeah. And they still had elite talent. Correct. I was just about to get to that. We're past the days of the Detroit Pistons. Those, they're gone. Well, we're never going to have a team like that again. No. Because at the superstars have gotten smarter. Correct. They're like, well, why am I going to try and do this on my own without good players? Why don't I get play with better yeah. players, play under better coaches, and work for better owners and front offices? Yeah. The Indiana Pacers. I thought Chicago had a bad a bad off season, and then I to a, I mean we all need a Knicks for having a what what I can only call a nuclear meltdown. Like they they are pretty much Chernobyl. They're pretty much Chernobyl now. You can't go near the Knicks without getting radi- radio radiation yeah! poisoning. Yeah, exactly. But man, what it's Indy, like in Fallout. Yeah. In Fallout, there's certain parts of the game where you can't go. You can't go. It's just like the radiator. The radiator. yeah shoots up. Exactly. So you look at those two organizations, and you're just like, man, no one's gonna have a worse off season than them. And then the Pacers then said, it, like, hold my, that drink. Hold, my- <laughs> hold, hold my drink. Hold my drink, fam. We're gonna. Just, I got this. We're gonna just give this guy away, even though For nothing. Even though there's five teams out there that have better offers. If you're, if you're to help us, to help yeah. us long term. Yeah. If you're Danny Ainge, you just because no yeah. matter what, with or without Paul George and with yeah. Oladipo, and you're still not going to be good for five years. Yeah, and don't put it past Indiana to fall ass backwards in a 35 win so their lottery picks horrible. Yeah, because that's the kind of team they are. Right, that's what they are now. If you're, if you're, they're going to be right in the middle. And yeah. I know you don't like him because he does a lot of stuff. But Colin said, "Goes listen. Who are the most interesting teams in this league?" The Cavs, the Warriors, the Spurs, the Rockets, and yeah. now the Thunder because yeah. they got better. Or, you know who the other interesting teams are? The Lakers, the Sixers. Yeah. Those teams suck, but they're interesting because they suck and now they have interesting players. Correct. So either be at the bottom or be at the or top. Or be at the top. And Daryl Morey said it. This is an arms race. Yeah. Well, we talked about this. Before he even threw that quote out there, me and you were talking about how this has become an arms race in Correct. the NBA. When you have the superstar – yeah. The next goal is to get another one. Yeah. However, you have and to, to keep going. Yeah. When you yeah because everybody says, well, you need three. Well, how do you get to three? You have to yeah. have one and two first. Exactly. Well, well, Golden State said, we'll see your three. We'll, we'll, your, well, they have. 
Like, Iguodala's... Yeah, I mean, he's a finals MVP. Like, you can say they have five superstars on that team. That's what an arms race looks like. You have to now... It's like the United States nuclear arsenal, and you're like Pakistan. Yeah. With, like, three like the, My brother and I were talking about this, the U.S. Navy. Yeah. There are... I was almost on the money. There are 37 um, aircraft carriers mm-hmm. in the world. The United States has, like, 12 of them. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else has more than... Five, I think. Yeah, that's what an arms race looks like. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're a fan of the Indiana Pacers, you have to be disgusted. Like I don't want to hear. Well, we yeah. got all the deep with the guy from IU. Yeah. So you, the Indiana Pacers fan, with your buying money, with your purchasing power, I'm gonna go watch Oladipo because he went to Indiana. Because he went to Indiana, and we're not gonna lose. And we're not gonna win games. So we're uh, not gonna be exciting. So as they're in, not excited. Yeah, they're not. They're not because you look at that team, and although I, although I'm we not, like Oladipo, but we like tell, Oladipo, and we like Miles Turner, and I like but Sabonis, those, but that's not an insight. Those guys like, aren't ones. Well, it's they're not, not even twos. Well, it's not even that. There's no way that product could ever be exciting with the head yeah. coach they got. Correct. And that's an organization that won't say, "Yeah, we made a mistake on the head coach. Right. We fire him." Like this guy with the Spurs. Uh, Musina? Yeah, Etor uh, Musina. Like, he just, he's there. Yeah. Still. Fantastic. Okay. Even Greg Popovich is like, this guy's going to be a head coach. There's I'm not going to be able to keep him as an assistant much longer. Well, yeah, well, don't worry, Popovich. When you retire, because there are bad GMs. Yeah, he's going to get to succeed. He's probably going to be your successor. Yeah. And then Becky Hammond will be his assistant head coach. Yeah. And we get to see more Becky Hammond, which is cute. Yeah, and then the Spurs are going to be great still. Yeah. Because smart teams make smart decisions all the damn time. And bad teams yeah. make bad decisions all the damn time. If you're if you're Indiana, a fan, don't don't give them your money this year. Don't, I be, would, don't go to any yeah. games. Yeah. Save up your money and go to the Indianapolis 500. Go watch Andrew Luck. Go watch Because at Luck. least if you go to the Colts, you're watching Andrew Luck. Exactly. You can sell me on Andrew Luck. He's yeah. amazing. Yeah. But don't don't spend money on this bad. Get IU season tickets. Try to yeah. get I in yeah. yeah. Or you or you need to tell your owner the, the only way you're getting me to buy season tickets is if Kevin, cut, Pr- Kevin Pritchard gets fired. And you're cutting season tickets in that price in half. Yeah. Because this is ridiculous. It is. What's their lineup? Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, because they just lost Jeff Teague. Yeah. So who's their point guard? Who cares? Who's the shooting guard? Who cares? Oladipo. It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Like I told you this year, on paper, just looking at this trade, we would think Oladipo would average 19 to 22 points per game. You t- what did you say? Huh? Let's put this on record. Yeah. You think what? He's going to average less than 15 points per game because Nate McMillan's the coach. I think he's going to average 16, at least. Because that's what he does. He averages 16, 17. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We've actually taken 19 minutes just to talk about this trade. Yeah. It's It's... It's incredible, and like when I'm a you self- called me, yeah. I didn't even know, and you thought I knew. I thought you knew. I had no, I didn't know what to think. Yeah, I, I still don't know what to think. Um, I, I think what the more incredible thing is, and I know you thought I was bitter yesterday, but I, I yeah. really am just kind of reserved to the fact that, I mean, the Celtics, all the sources, we're gonna, we're gonna throw all the sources together. Yeah, let's talk Celtics. Take, for a second. take an average of what all the sources said. So take an, a, a numerical. <laughs> Average of everything right. that like a every- Metacritic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we're gonna we're gonna divide it. This is certified yeah. approved by sources. Yeah. 
So what we know for sure, the least that they offered was two starters and a lottery pick. At worst, one one lottery pick. At worst, one lottery pick. This year's Brooklyn pick, by the Wait, way. It was this year's Brooklyn that pick. That turned into the number one pick. Correct. At worst, we know that's what was offered. So at worst case scenario, this is literally probably what was that. It was Avery, Avery Bradley, Bradley, Jay Crowder, and the Brooklyn and pick. And the Brooklyn pick, which turned into Markel Fultz. That was the worst that we offered them. And they said, we have to make sure you it's guys... It's been as high yeah. as four draft picks. Which is what some people With reported. two starters. Yeah, which is what a lot of people reported as well. So I have to take some things back. because I've, I've been criticizing the Celtics. And I said they should have given up whatever. And you said no, they shouldn't have. Yeah. Well, Danny Ainge we agreed with you. He agreed with me. He agreed with Matt. By the way, Danny Ainge agreed with Matt. He said, yeah, we should give up two starters and four picks for this guy. You want to know why he agreed with Matt? Because he went ahead and offered it. And Indiana said no. No, no, thank you. We'd rather have Sabonis and Old Depot with no picks. I don't get it. If you, as a Celtics fan, trust what Danny Ainge is doing now. We all have to. Right, because because he's point, tried. He has tried. So yeah. that's what I was. That's what I'm trying to get to yeah. here. I actually, this is going to sound weird. I have a little bit of pity. I don't know if pity is the right word. I feel a little bad for Danny Ainge because now. Well, you can relate. How about that? Because we've all been in a situation like that where we've where we've made an effort. Right, and you just you've hit yeah. a. And you've hit a wall. You're beating a dead horse. Exactly. It's like when you get that one customer, you're just like, "Hey, I promise you, you're gonna save money if you do this and this." Yeah. And they're just like, "No." Yeah, yeah. yeah. Insurance, there you go. Like, and a pharmacy. I've done it in pharmacy. When I deal with pharmacy insurances, hey, I guarantee you, if we do this and this and this for you, in the long run, this is gonna help you out. No, I don't want to do that. I just want to pay $1,000 up front. But, ma'am, I'm telling you, you only have to pay 200 today. No, I'll just pay $1,000 up front. It comes to a point where, as a human being, you can only get that person so close before they have to drink the water. Right. And if they don't want to drink the water, yeah. they want to die, then they're going to die. Yeah. That's on them. Because you've done yeah. everything yeah. possible. That, the the yeah. girl that worked for me. Yeah. I did everything possible. She quit. But, but you, once you get yeah. that person to say, well, no, it's nothing that you can do. Oh, so it's you then. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And I'm quitting. Yeah. All right. So then. just just a recap of Danny Ainge's last three months. He offers two starters. Good players. Yeah. Are they great players? No. But they're very, they're they're good players. They're good very players good players on good contracts. On They're, they're very good players on Bro- awesome contracts. Awesome contracts. With the Brooklyn pick. With the that Brooklyn turned pick. into Markel Fultz, yeah. if you wanted him. Indiana says no. No. They go to Chicago for Jimmy Butler. One starter, three picks. They say no. What they ended up getting was a bust, an injured player, and a draft pick that they wasted. A Channing Fry, A white version yeah, of Channing Fry, A white version of Channing Fry, And then a draft... Uh, I mean... And then they gave up the 16th pick. Yeah, and then they also, in return, gave their pick away. <laughs> so two organizations, we were willing to overpay them. And they both said no because we don't want to see your team get better. So we'd actually rather take the hit. Which makes no sense because you're supposed to be concerned about your team. You can't worry about what other teams are doing. Because even if you give Paul George to the Celtics, he's already 27. Yeah. So three to four years, they're going to be really good. And then after that. And after that. Back to square one. Back to square one. Because what are they gonna like? Because you look at it, you just like are these guys not looking at like 
future contracts? Like, they, do they not know that Isaiah Thomas is a free agent next year? Do they not know that Avery Bradley's a free agent next year? Do they not know Marcus Smart's a free agent next year? Yeah. Do they not know Al Horford's already thirty? Do they not know that Isaiah that Isaiah Thomas is twenty nine and he just broke his hip or yeah. something like that? These uh, like am, am, like yeah. these are things that we know, and we're just fans, and all we have all we have yeah. access to is the ESPN trade machine. Yeah, and like and like I said, as as a Celtics fan, I'm relieved that this is all over. I'm relieved that the rest of the NBA saw what these teams really are made of. Right, and I don't think it's fair to criticize Danny Ainge for not trying to pull the trigger. Yeah, now. because he, I he, thought I yeah. thought initially it was, yeah. but now that it's come out, it's like, yeah, he he actually did try to offer the house. Yeah, and they he tried to give the house with the yacht. Yeah, and they said no. No, I want the I want the condo. Yeah, we'll take we'll take the crappy apartment and, yeah. and the projects and on Thirteenth Street. On Thirteenth Street. What I will say about the Celtics... Just to say that you, you yeah. didn't help us. What I will say about the Celtics... Um, we, we do have some decisions coming up, but the more important thing is we have all our draft picks still. The, 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 the good thing is, no matter what, you still have all those picks. Yeah, we have, so, we have all those picks. And you have a great coach. We have a great coach. Isaiah Thomas is coming up. We'll figure that out. Yeah. Avery Bradley's coming up. We'll figure that out. But, you know... So we, you can only go so far. Correct. You can only do what you can do. Yeah, and and like I said, the rest of the NBA can now see what some of these teams are made of. Correct. Some of these some of these GMs who let their emotions get in the way. Right. This is a business. Yeah. This is the business, and owners are hiring. This is why you, as a fan, should never be mad at players whenever players do what they want to do. Exactly. Because there's always behind the scenes. The Chicago Bulls tried to keep Jimmy Butler from getting a max. They tried to convince the head coach not to play him, so they wouldn't have to pay him. And then they traded him so that he couldn't get the max. Exactly. The Indiana Pacers just didn't. They just traded away their superstar, who gave them everything he had since For he was eight a rookie. Years. They said we're took not him gonna, to the conference finals yeah. twice. Went toe to toe with LeBron. Yeah. Twice. They said we're not going to trade you where you want to go because. We don't want to do that for you. We don't want to do you to Even favor. though you did everything yeah. for us. And then we don't want to trade you to a contender because we don't want to do them the favor. So we'd rather send you to Oklahoma. They can rent you a for a city you probably don't even care about. Yeah. And you may leave. Yeah, they're going to rent you for one year, and then we're going to get a worse return. Yeah. Because we're not doing anybody any favors. The Thunder could win the finals, by the way. I doubt it. I'm not saying they will. Well, let's let the, what, When let, you have two superstars, you have a puncher's chance. All right, let's look Let's look at their lineup. Westbrook at point guard, Roberson at shooting guard, defensive savant. That's the problem, man. Yeah. The problem's a two guard. But now They still don't have okay, any shooters. But now you don't have to worry about him taking shots. Paul George comes in now. Paul George comes in now, and he's elite across the board. He's plus-plus at everything. Yeah, he's at, he actually replaces offensively what Roberson and Oladipo did combined. More. More. Actually. More. I don't know who the power forward is going to be. They should probably go out and get Ilya Sova, or on a salary dump, they should go get Ryan Anderson because Houston is looking to make that move. And then you and have, they have, they have, I don't know how much cap space they have. They, I think they have a little bit of cap space, so they can take that on. And then they, they have, have seventeen Steve, million. Yeah, and then they have Stephen Adams at center, who I like. They still have Enos Kanter, and they still have Enos Kanter off the bench. They have Dermic, Doug McDermott off the bench. Todd Gibson is He's an free unrestricted agent. free agent, but who knows now? Maybe he wants to say, "I'll take a." I'll stay. I'll, let's run this back for one year. Not a year. Yeah, do one-year contract. Yeah. You guys have Paul George? Let's run it back. Because that's what LeBron has told all. Like, it's funny. All Le- LeBron has told these superstars, hey, take two-year deals. Yeah. Player option after the first year. Yeah. Maybe. Now, Steph Curry took a five-year deal because he needed to make that money. Well, because he's the highest-paid player ever now in, in and the he should be. of the sport. And he should be. Yeah, two MVPs and two titles. And the the Warriors are now worth... 
2.6 billion. So they're literally they went from a they're literally million six and a half times more more now than when the owner bought yeah. them. So because of Steph Curry, Curry got drafted 2010, right? Mm-hmm. We are heading into the 2017-2018 season. In seven years, eight years that he's been in the NBA, I think he was 09. Yeah, well let's let's it doesn't go matter. Let's say it. And in, in less in, eight, in less than a decade. Okay, in less than a decade, he took a team that was a perennial loser. Mm-hmm. Worth nothing. Worth nothing. To two point six billion dollars. And they're getting a brand new arena. Brand new arena, two titles, and he's won two. And MVPs. they're number one in merchandising. Yeah, number one in merchandising, and he's lured the MVP over to go play with them. Right. Oh, he's made Under Armour. Yeah. Competitive with Nike. Yeah. Not quite there, but they're there. Right. They're at the table. Yeah, they're at the table. They, they By the now, way, they have yeah. they have every MVP across every other sport now. Correct. Because of Steph Curry. One player. But hey, that. he's not in the. T- he's not a franchise altering player. Exactly. Not a franchise altering player. No. Dave, he's a. Yeah. He's a. Business, type changing player, changing type player. I don't know what he. Dave, I don't know. What, Dave McMenamin. Idiot. Sorry. I just I don't I don't know what to say to a guy who who can't have that guy in his top ten. He didn't have him in his top eight. That's and he would have gone if he would have gotten too much like spots. He probably would have had him in his top ten. To me, 10. that's incredible. And like for him, to I can't Carl Anthony Towns ahead yeah. of him. I would have. We had, like Carl Anthony yeah. Towns. I would have had more respect for Dave McMahon if he would have came out and said, "Hey, I, I rushed it. I forgot." Or, I'm being a troll on purpose because I need clicks. I need clicks. Just give me one of those two answers. Yeah, because I would have had way more respect. Because don't tell me you don't think that. Because yeah. then you're nuts, and now you're lying. Two titles, two MVPs, six times the value of a franchise. You lured another MVP to go play with you. Yeah. You guys sell the most. You guys draw the most. You you're guys on TV the most, the most. You guys are the most viewed. Everybody loves you again now. Yeah. Like, you have to understand, Steph Curry is synonymous with Golden State. Yeah. When you say Golden State Warriors, the first name that comes out of your mouth oh, is Steph Curry. Curry. When you say Steph Curry, oh, from the Warriors? That's a franchise-altering player. What have they done since, uh, was it 54 years they hadn't won anything? Nothing. The highest they ever got was the second round? I think. Remember it was fun? They beat the Maverick, yeah. and then the Jazz yeah, <laughs> stomped them. Exactly. And then that was it for the Warriors. Never heard of the Warriors again. Exactly. Yeah. Like, that's a guy who wrote an article. To get, click, to to get, get clicks. To get clicks. So and the fact that no one called him out, a lot of his colleagues, I mean, all of his colleagues, yeah, did. all his colleagues are saying the reason he's not on the show today is he doesn't he doesn't want to hear it from us, right? Yeah, there you go. So, all right, enough with the let's move, where we're gonna move to next. JJ Reddick to the, the process. process. So JJ Reddick, we're big fans of JJ yeah. Reddick. Obviously, I'm a Duke fan, so I've been I've loved him since the Duke days. Then he went to the Magic when I was a Magic fan, so I was like, oh, this yeah. is awesome. Then he, then he turned into a really good player with the Magic. I'm like, man, I knew he was gonna be a really good player. Then he, goes, then he went to the Clippers. Then he turned into a really awesome player. And he played with your favorite point guard, in Chris Paul. My favorite, bro. My favorite point guard, is Steph Curry. Come on, like, come on, you, come on. I love Chris Paul though. You know, you know, Chris Paul's your favorite point guard. Let's okay. stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. How many, how many Steph Curry shoes do I have? Chris Paul. Seven? If you could find the Chris Paul shoes. I have so. seven. Right. Seven. Okay. Right. I believe. Okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. Yeah, I have seven. Oh, yeah, and the Nays deal got nixed. So, let's talk J.J. Reddick to the process. He's joining the feds. 
Are they going to win 50 games? So, and are we getting too caught up in the motion? Because technically, these are all babies. They haven't done okay. anything in their, in their so lives. So, projected yet. starting lineup. If, if wait, wait. According to Greg Anthony. Okay. No, it's according to us. Real basketball analysts. Yeah, exactly. Greg Anthony said he doesn't know if this would be a starting lineup. But that's why Greg Anthony is somewhere where no one can hear him. Um, you get Markel Fultz at point. J.J. Redick shooting guard. Uh, Your forwards, again, because we're going to yeah. positionless basketball. Simmons, sorry. And, 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 the, process. and the process himself. Joe Embiid. Cult hero. Like, it literally, like, the lineup throws itself out there. And, and then you, you have Covington come off the bench. Covington and then they still have $24 million in cap space. Like, like those two, that $24 million in cap space can essentially, it might go get them Ursano Yasova stretch four. Um, they're going to need some shooters on that team. A couple more shooters. Man. A couple, like, another big. If you're, if you're Vince Carter, that's not bad. No, a, a, a possible landing spot for him is the Warriors if they lose Iguodala. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, if you're Vince Carter, those are two really good situations to look at. Yeah. As far as bigs go, Nene's offer just got rescinded by the Rockets. If you're Nene, you get to come off the bench with a bunch of young bucks. Yeah. That's not a bad move. I'm not a big Nene guy, though. I mean, I understand yeah. his talent, but I, I, he's, like a, he's like Adrian Beltre to me. Oh, he's a uh, Mr. I, you don't even want him in his contract here. It's a contract here. So, but uh, uh, 76ers. Let's well, let's look at their projection. By the way, before we continue here, the new U.S. men's soccer team jerseys are really nice. Yeah, very nice. Very nice. I'm always a big fan of the stripes, and now they got the stars on the side. That's pretty cool. Anyways, back to the basketball. Back to the Sixers. So we got uh, I'm thinking between 45 to 51 wins. I agree with the four. I, at worst case scenario, I think it's forty-five wins. Yeah, on a high end, I think they can be a fifty-one team. Because they all seem like good kids, and now they yeah. have the veteran to yeah. say, "Hey, we this got, is how we win. This is the, how you act as a professional. Yeah. This is how you get to the finals." Because I've been to the finals. JJ Reddick's yeah. been to the finals. He's been to the finals, and he's been to war when he was with the Clippers. He's been to war when he was with the Magic, bro. Yeah. With him against the Celtics. Like, remember that series against the Hawks? I remember the one that got eliminated. Yeah. Like, I always thought there was game two. There was a steal he did. He dove on the court. I was like, oh, man, this is where the series turns around. Yeah. But the rest and of the players it. weren't there. No, and Vince Carter was terrible in that series. I don't know what happened. And I always said, why, why aren't we starting J.J. Redick? But, yeah. well, that's your coach. but he's the Stan Van Gundy. We'll get the Stan Van Gundy we'll get the Stan, Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, if you're, if you're Philadelphia. And you have cover for him because you have Joel Embiid. Yeah. Defensive savant. So what's Joel Embiid going to post this year? I don't know. It's very scary. I think he's going to play less than 30 minutes. He's going to play between 27 to 31 minutes, in my opinion. Okay, so in those 30, 27 minutes, he's probably going to average 21 points a game, nine rebounds, two and a half blocks, three, three, two steals, and, and maybe, three assists. Maybe three assists. And be like, oh, that's a... Do you watch Joel Embiid? Yeah. Well, what, do you see the team he's playing I, with? What I want to tell, what I want to tell basketball fans right now, if you're listening to this podcast, Joel Embiid was the number one overall pick until draft night. Correct. He, he was the consensus number one overall pick. I don't care what anybody says. Every scout who saw him knew he was the number one. Right. Pick. Wiggins into the season was number one. Yeah. After that season, though, everybody's like, "Oh, well, Joel Embiid." Yeah. The only thing that kept Joel Embiid was the report that came out that he had he had cracks in, in his foot. Right. That's the only thing, and that's that people panicked on draft night and said, we can't take him number one. Mm-hmm. We can't take him number two. And then Philadelphia. Well, Jabari Parker wanted Milwaukee. Milwaukee did want Jabari Parker, yeah. to be fair. Yeah, 
that's it. We forget about Jabari Parker. <laughs> he's he's still on Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. By the way, I think Parker and and Beat are better than Wiggins. Yeah. I um, I feel like Wiggins scores empty points. Wiggins reminds me of Glenn Robinson. Sharif Abdul Rahim. Uh, yeah, Sharif Abdul Rahim. Uh, Sharif Abdul Rahim would be another comparison. Just very empty. And he's not as good defensively as we all thought he was. Well, that's because he's not trying. He needs to try. He's got a coach that's gonna. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we're gonna. We'll... But Jimmy, but see, but now this is why that trade is really good. Let's talk. Let's talk to the Minnesota Timberwolves real quick. Yeah, let's go. Because they traded Rubio, mm-hmm. who we've liked. Who I told you this stat. I'm gonna repeat yeah. it again. This is from Stephen Ashburner. Ashburner, I forget his name. Ashbury. As that guy from yeah. from NBA TV. In. The almost 10 years since Kevin Garnett was originally traded from Minnesota. Two players have had a net, a net positive plus minus. One, KG when he came back was plus 70 something points. In the one, what, he's been there what, two seasons, one season? Yeah, he was there two seasons. Okay. KG. Shows you how great KG is. Yeah, the other player? At 38 and 39. Yeah. The other player? Ricky Rubio. Plus 300 and some, 370 something. On bad teams that didn't make the playoffs, yeah. Ricky Rubio was never the problem. Now there are deficiencies. He can't shoot at all. Yeah, from anywhere, mid range, ten feet, five feet, <laughs> two feet, four feet. Yeah. <laughs> like he can't shoot. And I'm sorry, yeah. he knows that. You know that, but you didn't give him any shooters. Whenever you get a guy like Ricky Rubio, who all he can do is pass, you have to get him guys who not only want to receive the pass but know what to do with the pass when they get. That's it. another thing. Yeah. yeah, their basketball IQ has not been really good. Um, they have really talented players, but their basketball IQ is not good. So, so they trade Ricky Rubio to the Utah Jazz. We'll get to the Jazz in two seconds. Yeah, and then they sign Jeff Teague at point guard, who I'm not high on. You're not high on. I'm not super high on him, but I get the fit. Go ahead, say your piece, because I'm going to pull up the Jeff Teague shooting numbers. If you're Tom Thibodeau, why not just go get Kyle Lowry? Because we've seen Kyle Lowry. Um, from what I heard, Lowry's staying. He's staying in Toronto. Yeah, they're going to pay him a mega deal. Man, if I if I were in Minnesota, I would have I would have done everything to try to get him. I would have tried to convince him. I would have flown out the whole team to say, hey, you're exactly, you're the piece. You're exactly what we need, and look at the talent we have here. And don't worry, like you're not going to do it by yourself. Yeah. We have Carl Anthony Towns, we have yeah. Jimmy Butler, we have Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. Utah um, gets Ricky Rubio. On a great contract for two more years. On, they don't have to overpay he, for great Georgia. he goes to a perfect team. Yeah, they, they need somebody who can pass. They don't have passers. They don't. It was Gordon Hayward last year. And I'm a huge Celtics fan, but if Gordon Hayward stays on Utah, they're going to they're gonna be a good team in the West. Depends, though. But Ricky Rubio went to a good team. He is what he is. He's a guy who can't shoot. He's a great defender. Um, don't listen to anything NBA TV says. Ricky Rubio is actually a great defender. and more he's of Arguably all, the best defensive point guard. He's top three at yeah, worst. Yeah, he's a top three at worst. But he does one elite thing that a lot of players don't know how to do. He doesn't just pass the ball well. He creates open shots. He creates what can't be created. He creates what can't be created. Bounce passes from half court through people's legs. 
setting up guys on the wing. You know, he's 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 he has elite Steve his Nash. His vision. Yeah, his vision is 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 like a mix between Jason Kidd and Steve Nash. I agree. Except that he's actually a better defender than Steve Nash, not Jason Kidd. I was about Jason, to say, Jason Kidd, my favorite point guard of all time. Jason I was Kidd. like, Jason Kidd was Dean up LeBron James in the finals. So this is Jeff Teague from Three Pointers in the last from 2010 forward. It's 38%, 34, 36, 33, 34, 40, and 36 last year. He's a career 36% shooter. That's a pretty scatter shot for a three point shooter. Pretty consistent. That's a pretty scatter shot. 36%. It's it's making one out of every three. Making one out of every three three point shots. 36? That's, that's, That's above average. Average is 33. But also, let's look at what he had his best year. What was that hot team that was awesome? 14-15. He shot 34%. And then he also too. It's 45% shooter from the free throw, or from the field goal. He's going to get a lot of open shots. He will get a lot of open shots. Because pro- of Carl Anthony Towns and Jimmy Butler. My, my problem with him is, not only do I think he doesn't move the needle, don't be surprised if Minnesota doesn't take the leap we think now that they got him as point guard. He really doesn't move the needle. Well, I don't think it's him. I I get what you're saying, but he's your fourth best player. That's fine. They're not asking him to be their third best player. They're not asking him to be the second. They're not asking him to be the best player. Like, bro, he's role player. Normally, Warriors aside, fourth player is where you start having role players. Traditionally. So, let's, let's go with this. How many wins did Minnesota get this year? I don't know because the West reloaded and is deep. So what are you projecting, Minnesota? You gotta take you gotta take a projection. Jimmy Butler's. Here's the problem. Because we like Jimmy Butler, but even in the East, he only won 42 games last year. So what's your guess on how many wins they get? Everybody says they're a lock for the playoffs. Are we sure? We said that the last two years, underachieved both years. But this is, and now they have. It's two a really guys. good team around Butler. It's yeah. a really good. Ta- so, let me rephrase so, it. It's really good talent. Okay, so what I will say to you: two years now that we've said this, Carl Anthony Towns take the leap. Well, he's already taken the leap. No, 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 no. I mean the legit leap, like, like Anthony Davis carried a team to the playoffs. So, so you're. I'm talking that leap. Let's see. They've underachieved two years. Two years we said they should make the playoffs. Two years they didn't. Now they have two guys who've underachieved individually that they've added to the to the fold. Yeah. Now do now here's here's the question you gotta ask, and I understand. Let's throw stats out the window. Do two guys who have underachieved individually on two separate teams, when added to the pot, does that move the needle in a positive direction? I think Dom Dwyer just scored for USA. Wow. Yeah, he did. Well, good for Dom. Uh, Former Atlanta City great. Um, does that move the needle? Married to my girl. I think, um, I think the, the timber pups were not ready to hear what Tom Thibodeau had to say last year. Mm -hmm. Let me get closer to the mic. Um, I don't think they were ready to hear what he had to say last year. I think Jimmy Butler, who, you know, is a follower of the choir of Thibodeau, because we know Tibbs has fought for him multiple times, um, with that bad at management Chicago. Um, 
over under 50 wins. I'm gonna take the over. Over. So because I think the Clippers are gonna the Clippers are gonna lose a couple more games. I don't know if the Blazers are gonna make the playoffs. Where are you putting them as far as wins go? You said you're taking the over on 50. 51. I put them at 48. Ooh. Do they make the playoffs? Slight under. I think at 48 they make the playoffs, but I'm taking the slight under. Because on paper, Memphis probably should have made the playoffs, but Memphis always makes the playoffs. Well, they have. They've got Mike Conley and Marc Gasol. Yeah. Great coach, too. Like Take that for data. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're 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 the argument against analytics with John Hollinger there. Yeah. <laughs> what? Maybe he maybe he's holding out on some stats that we don't know about that analytics hasn't gotten to. John Hollinger has them. He's like, oh, there's like the new oh, re- the revamped Hollinger yeah. per. No, oh, they don't know about these stats. <laughs> Why did John Hollinger sign Jamichael Green? That guy's not any good. The Whoa. next year, man, every team should be trying to sign Jermichael Green. Yeah, exactly. The The Grizzlies are interested in Ben McLemore. Everybody should be after Inter- Ben McLemore. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody. So, I think they're probably going to make the playoffs. Because I think Jimmy Butler's going to be really happy because he's going to be in the front office that supports him. He's got Carl Anthony Towns. He's got Andrew Wiggins. You know, that's a good team, bro. Those are three studs. Yeah. Like, if this doesn't work, it's either on the players or on the coach. And I don't think it's Tibbs because he took nothing. To the playoffs multiple times. Multiple times. So, I know it's not him. Well, let me ask you something. You said it's either on the players or on the coach. It's not on the culture of the team? Bro, they, ha- they don't have winner. They've never had a winner. I mean, they had one year with KG, Sprewell, and Sam Cassell, and then they didn't want to bring those guys back. For KG. It's a new owner, though, right? Still Glenn Taylor. Ooh. It never stopped being Glenn Taylor. Oh, baby. Same Glenn Taylor that said, we won't sign Sam Cassell back, but we're going to give Troy Hudson money. I don't know anymore. I, I'm taking 48 wins. I think they'll make the playoffs. You're probably but, right. But I'm, not, but I'm not going to put them at above 50 wins. And say, okay, oh, you know yeah. what? I, you know, I'm going to agree with you on that yeah. one. Yeah. Just, I, I need to see it from everybody here before I before I start saying I'm a believer in what Minnesota's doing. They've added two underachievers. I don't know what that does to the pot, but I'm going to safely say I think they'll make the playoffs, but I'm not going to give them more than 50 wins. Fair enough. Yeah. So let's move on. So we talked to Reddick. We talked Butler. We talked Rubio. Rubio. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's stay with the Jazz. Let's talk Gordon Hayward. I'm. I don't think he's going to Boston anymore. At this, I thought he was. Yeah, at this point, um, because not to sound like a jerk, but I've told you. But yeah. let's just get this in the conversation here. Last year is the outlier. The Celtics never signed free agents. The, just players don't want to go there. Which is odd because play, once players get there, they love it. Correct. But nobody wants to go there initially because of perception. Yeah. So, and we don't need to go into that because if you should know what I'm talking about. I know. I know you know. No, not you. I'm yeah. like the listener. Yeah. And if you don't, Stop then watch the Lakers yeah. Celtics 30 for 30. But uh, I don't, I don't know what Gordon Hayward's going to do. 
Um, Don't worry about score again. Wow. Ooh, that's a red card. That's a red. Yep, get out. Oh, oh my yellow. god, a yellow card. Wow. <laughs> Dom Dwyer. Yeah. Hey, nice might, haircut, though. Right? Hey, call me up to, to the World Cup game. So, <laughs> so um, we're, we're talking jazz. I think Gordon Hayward is going either to the Miami Heat because the no state income tax. Mm-hmm. They have Pat Riley, who's like, hey, I build championship winning teams. This is what I do. They have a phenomenal coach. Eric Spolstra should have been coach of the year. Should have been coach of the year. They have Hassan Whiteside, a little bit more athletic version of Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. Despite, I know what stats say, like, oh, he doesn't affect them defensively. Stats don't lie, but they don't always tell the whole story. Correct. Um, man, how is that not a red card? Yeah. Good Lord. He flipped him over. Yeah. I guess it's because it's a friendly. Um, they have Goran Dragic. If he goes there, it's like, hey. I'm not going to rest on my heels. I'm going to get you to the superstar. That's what I do. Yeah. Or he's going to stay in Utah because uh, he likes Quinn Snyder. I think I think it is a toss-up between three teams. I don't think Celtics... I don't think they're out of it either. Yeah. Like, they legitimately all have, like... A 33%, 33% chance. 33% chance, and there's 1% chance he goes somewhere else. Well, I don't I don't think there's a 1% chance he goes somewhere else. I think the extra 1% lies with Utah. I think they hold a slight edge. Ooh, because because they they're still making moves saying hey we're still improving the roster yeah. we know you're a free agent we just got Rubio we saved some money by not having to give yeah. George Hill money but this but is now we got a guy who can pass and create for everyone else like yeah. like Ricky Rubio makes players around him better that's what he does what I will say is thirty four percent to Utah and well, then obviously Boston gets a shot because they have his coach, they have a good roster. They have a good future. They have a good future. And then Miami, obviously, Pat Riley, South Beach. Eric Spolstra, Hassan Whiteside. Goran Drogba. The Miami culture, like, hey, we win. We figure it out. Yeah, we, That's what we do. That's what we do. Three rings for a reason. Mm-hmm. So let's let's see. Um, Man, every time I, I see it on the bottom. Oladipo and Sabonis for Paul it George. Just, it still conf- confounds me. I want to talk Houston real quick. Yeah. And I want to tie it in with, like, the, the Thunder. Are Is Houston better than the Thunder? So I'm going to say no. I'm, I'm going to say no because I've seen this story before. Players that don't fit. and I've o- And I always see the headline the season before we realize it doesn't work. The headlines always, they're going to figure it out. And what we see during the season is they don't figure it out. They're not figuring it out. Dwight Howard went to Houston to play with James Harden. They couldn't figure it out. Dwight Howard and Steve Nash joined Kobe. They couldn't figure it out. That's Kobe's fault, I think. Yeah, but either way, what were the headlines heading into the season? Oh, they're going to figure it out. Oh, they're going to figure it out. Steve Nash is the perfect pick and roll with the perfect pick and roll center. Carmelo Anthony goes to team up with Amari Stoudemire in New York. They're going to figure it out. One 50-win season. One 50-win season, and then they couldn't figure it out. We've seen this story before. I understand Chris Paul's a great player, and I understand James Harden just came off most likely an MVP season, depending on who you ask. We already know the MVP is this Russell Westbrook, but depending on who you ask, he came off an MVP season. Those, both those guys want the ball in their hand as much as humanly possible. You're going to ask one of those players to say, take a step back and let me handle the ball more. 
It has to be Chris Paul because I mentioned yeah. it in my when I talked about it before. Because he's the better yeah, player. Yeah. The problem is, and I'm I, I'm gonna I, I always harp on Chris Paul a lot. The problem is, Chris Paul does one thing better than everybody. He is a floor general. And every play he makes on that floor. He knows where the ball yeah. should be, when it should be yeah. there, and if you're not there, yeah. it's not his fault. It is your fault yeah. because you should have been there because yeah. in his mind, you should see the game as good as he does. Yeah. James Harden turns the ball over a lot. A lot. Chris Paul never turns the ball over. A lot of his stats are empty. Yes. He's not a particularly great shooter. Because we talked about this. Yeah. His high, his high usage. Yeah. It's like 12% higher than Chris Paul, and he yeah. only had two more assists than Chris Paul. Yeah. Can you imagine if Chris Paul had the ball as much as James Harden? So let's just let's just go down the list. Turns the ball over a lot. Empty assists. Not, not a, great shooter. a great shooter. So we All fl- he really does yeah. is finish at the rim yeah. and draw fouls. So we flip it around, and we say, well, Chris Paul is the one that has the acquiesce. Right, because that's what I said. He has yeah. to because he's the better player. He could spot up shoot. He could yeah. do everything so else. So what we're saying is – we're going to leave the fate of this team in James Harden's hands. In Yikes. spite of Chris Paul being on the roster. Yikes. Do you see where the problem lies yeah. in what just happened? When you see, one of the things, yeah. it's always say it out loud. And then, yeah. Well, yeah. You're asking the better player on the team to take the step back. And the player who has historically shown that he cannot handle a situation like that, he did turn the ball over 11 times in a playoff series in one game. Choked against the Heat. Choked against the Heat. Uh, in the finals, yeah, choked last year against yeah. the Spurs. Ryan Rosillo said this. He goes, "I don't think he's a fighter." Well, we've seen it. Remember in that Houston series where they came back, it, Dwight it, Howard. Say what you want around Dwight it was, Howard. It was Dwight Howard, Josh, Tra- Josh Smith, and Trevor Ariza. Yeah, who and Patrick Beverly, what was left of them, <laughs> that was fought it. fought to get them. Kevin back McHale in. had had at um James Harden on the bench. Yeah. And they came back and won yeah. that series. So you've clearly acquired a guy who arguably has been an MVP caliber player his entire career. Hall of Famer, first ballot, no First ballot lock. Hall of Famer. Arguably yeah. the second greatest point guard ever. Arguably. Has turned around two franchises. I don't think he has anything so crazy, but arguably, yeah, you're right. Turned around two franchises. Turned around two franchises. Took poo-poo. Yeah. Has never played with an elite wing player. Correct. So that player finally gets on a on a playoff team with wing players. So when you ask that player who is still technically in the prime of his career, you say, and still better than James yeah. Harden, despite the numbers, yeah, you're gonna tell him to take a backseat to the worst player on the team because it doesn't work the other way. If James Harden, you take the ball right. out of his hand because he doesn't Correct. do as much as Chris Paul yeah. does. So what we call that, we call that an oxymoron for all you geniuses out there. <laughs> it makes no sense. So what just happened there is you're gonna ask a player to do something that makes no sense, and you're going to expect to win. With that formula. And that is why it won't work. If you're Houston, you have to make the trade. If you're the Clippers. Who do you trade? Huh? Well, you have to trade Chris Paul no, because no, no, no. he's older, no, right? No, I'm talking about the trade they made. If you're Houston, you have to make that trade. If it was available, you have to make it. You have to if, make it because your team you, is better. Yeah, if you're the Clippers, you have to make that trade because he was leaving regardless. The problem is. It's a conundrum. It's a conundrum. Both teams have to make the trade, but it's not going to work. It just won't. Because what happens when you get halfway through a series and it's tied 2-2 and James Harden's having a horrible series? And Chris, and Chris Paul. And Chris Paul. And what was the stats that you saw? Colin has mentioned this yeah. a lot of times. I know you don't so want me to Chris mention Paul's, Colin. Chris Colin Paul, always defends yeah. Chris Paul. He goes, 
And what happens in the playoffs when Chris Paul's numbers? What happens to his numbers? They jump across the board exponentially. Yeah, he goes from averaging. I he think goes it's eighteen. To... I think eighteen three point seven and like nine point one. He goes to averaging twenty one and a half. I think like nine point five and like almost five rebounds a game. And while shooting efficiently across the board, his shooting numbers go up. He shoots. Yeah. He goes from like forty seven yeah. to like yeah. fifty. So he becomes a big time player. I joke about Chris Paul a lot because it pisses Matthew off, and I'm not a fan of Chris Paul the character. But I will say this: Chris Paul is an elite talent in this league. Not a fraud, yeah. Dan Dockich. Exactly. That's a yeah. That was that was a stretch. that's a clickbait. Poppy, that was a stretch. When he said that, I was like, "Whoa!" Like you just you just called a player great a fraud. Yeah. Because Wake Forest didn't win. Yeah. Has Wake Forest ever won? Didn't they have Tim Duncan didn't win? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. If you're if you're Houston, you have to do it, but just don't don't expect it to work. And if you get Carmelo Anthony, I just I just want the Houston Rockets front office and team to know you can only have one basketball on the court at a time. I like the fit of Carmelo Anthony. I could fit with Carmelo Anthony and Chris Paul. Yeah, but the problem is <laughs> the problem is James Harden. The problem is you can get away with having two ball dominant players. You cannot get away with having two ball dominant guards. That's the problem. Right, because look at the Warriors. Yeah. Clay doesn't need the ball. He scored how many points on 11 dribbles? On 11 dribbles, which means he, <laughs> which means everything he got was presented to him, and he made the most of it. Two ball-dominant guards you can't do. Carmelo Anthony, a ball-dominant forward, with Chris Paul, a ball-dominant guard, that works because you have a guy managing the offense, and you have a guy. They're not cramming each other's yeah, exactly. space because they operate on the other sides exactly. of the court. There's a reason Dwight Howard and James Harden didn't work. Because James Harden operated in Dwight Howard's space. In the paint. Exactly. Because despite what the numbers say, or he's an average shooter. He's a he's a slightly yeah. above average. He's not a great shooter. Yeah. Chris Paul is an elite shooter. Yeah, what James Harden needs is he needs a, a stretch four and three right. guys and three guys who play defense around him. Which is what they had this year. Exactly. And they made it to the conference final yeah. or the semifinal. Yeah. Daryl Morey deserves his extension because he went and got another superstar. He's doing exactly what the owner said. Get us talent. Here. Right. And he's doing the right thing. He is doing the right thing because if that trade is open, you have to do it. Because if you don't, you yeah. look like an idiot. Yeah. But as a Rockets fan, this team's not competing with Golden State. They're, they're just not. I don't think they're better than Thunder. They probably aren't. Because I've seen their Westbrook with an elite wing player story. Yeah. That's 60 wins. That's good enough to be up 3-1 on the Warriors. Correct. They were that close I mean, to the finals. Let's, let's By the it, way, they probably would have beaten Cleveland. I mean, let's face it. They're one stretch four away from making it to the conference finals again. Let's let's be completely honest. If, they get if, a stretch, if Doug McDermott figures it out. If Doug McDermott figures it out. If they can trade for Ryan Anderson because Houston's looking to do a salary dump there. Or if they get Ursan Ilyasova and just play 25 minutes a game to spot up and shoot. Yeah. Those are all three and players. And Steven Adams. Steven Adams. And, and Paul George makes players better. Yeah, I, he does. Because one of the things we, we, we talked about, Russell Westbrook doesn't necessarily make players better. He makes Russell Westbrook better. Yeah. He, I, well, Russell Westbrook gets put in a position the where... The only empty stats that are, for me, for Russell Westbrook, to a degree, are the assists. It's not the rebounds. Correct. Because I, I disagree with, well, he, you know, his bigs let him get rebounds. Yeah, because he's an instant fast break. Yeah, because rebound. He, yeah, because he gets the ball from point A to point B faster and, than anybody. And even faster than John Wall. Correct. Because John Wall is looking to create first. He's like, yeah, exactly. Even though John Wall is the fastest with the ball, he's still looking like, okay, what are my options? Who's yeah. on the wing? Can I get a three? Russell Westbrook's like, I see the rim. I'm going to the rim. Exactly. And I'm going to score at the rim because yeah. nobody can touch me. And and again, 
if you're if you're OKC, th- this was an insurance policy. Yeah. If you're the Houston Rockets, because if Paul George yeah. leaves, he's the one who looks like an idiot for just going. Yeah. Now it depends on what the Lakers. If the Lakers make the playoffs this year, then I understand him going to the Lakers because yeah. then he turns him into a contender. Yeah, he turns him into a contender. Because I think I want the ball. I do. I gotta get some shit. I gotta get some more. So, on that note, we're gonna end it because we've already been doing this for an hour. It does not feel like an hour. We'll come back. We're probably gonna end this one here and do like another quick one because there's probably a little bit of tidbits we gotta gotcha. talk about. Maybe? Is there? Maybe. No, I think, I think we pretty much covered it all because now we have to watch how the rest of the week unfolds as far yeah. as free agency goes. So, we'll probably come back to it Friday. Add the tidbits into a free agency podcast. I'm off Tuesday. Tuesday is 5 4th of July. Well, we can do it Tuesday. Okay. Let's do it. All right. All right. This has been the Extra Pass Podcast or TEP. The TEP. I'm trying to get that to catch on. I think it, does, it will catch on. TM up. That's right. <laughs> so thanks for listening. You can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Podcast Addict. Uh, subscribe, leave comments. Um, but yeah, this is. We're gonna act. When you hear this, you're probably gonna have like three episodes loaded up on the same day. Um, but thanks for listening. Basically, we're gonna have a lot more basketball podcasts. I haven't done a soccer in a while because there hasn't been any movement in soccer that's worthy enough to yeah, do a podcast. We'll, we'll get we'll get soccer. But man, basketball. Man. Literally, the only month that's quiet is August, September. Now. Yeah. Because they moved the season up a little bit more. So midway through October, we'll have NBA games. So. We might be having to do live podcasts from other cities. We might. We might. Because my iPad, we can upload. It's mobile. I went yeah. to work one day and I was just like loading up from work. There you go. Just bring the mic and the. All we need is one mic. Yeah. Because this is one mic. You hear him. You hear me. There you go. We we might have to go to a Sixers game. We have. I think we have to. We don't want to go to Philadelphia, but just experience the process. Trust the process. Always trust the process. process. And again, thanks for listening. And as always, Pod Don't Lie. All right, peace.